Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So multiple sources are reporting to me and others, even Reuters is kind of reporting this, that the Biden administration, I can't believe I'm saying this, that the Biden administration really just doesn't care about what's going on right now in Afghanistan, that we're leaving our people behind. They just don't care. Reuters is even hinting at it, if you read my show notes today. They're suggesting that the Biden administration thinks that this violence in Afghanistan and the chaos, even if we leave our own people behind, may actually be good for them because the public will get so frustrated with the daily scenes of violence, they'll want to wash their hands from it and say, let's just get out of there and leave it all, leave, leave, just leave everything behind as is. I, I, I can't with a straight face believe and report this to you without, I mean, talk about shock and awe. I, I think he is grossly miscalculating the resolve of the American people. We don't leave our people behind. I know Democrats like Biden and Obama, that's their thing, leave every man behind. But that's not our thing. We've got a lot to get through today. Uh, we got uh, questions at the end as well. And uh, three questions in the beginning we still haven't had answered that are important. Hey, protect your digital rights today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Um, it is Friday. Joe, you yep. know, given the somber thing today, I think we're going to pass on. I, uh, I'm, I, I'll tell you sorry, what. How's buddy. this? It's I mean, Friday. How's that? We yeah, got it, buddy. buddy. Yeah, we need your. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm Joe's also dealing with a lot too. So uh, ordinarily we don't do that. We made a point even through the worst of times. But this is just, uh, yeah, this is just rough. And Joe's just got a much. lot going yeah. on. There's, yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, folks. Well, uh, one of these days when the statute of limitations uh, is up, we'll be able to be able to tell you more. So right. uh, it is Friday. Thank you, buddy, and I, uh, God bless you. You know I'm praying for everyone. You know, bro. Else. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I know. All right, let's get to this show because it is a really, I wish it weren't such a stack news day, really. Even though the downloads go down, I don't care about downloads. I care about people behind enemy lines in Afghanistan, unlike this idiot in the White House right now. Hey, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be that. Private, what happened to that? Well, a lot changed. The internet. Think about everything you browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. Now imagine all that data being crawled through, collected, aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. Your record out there, having your private life exposed for others to see was once something only celebrities worried about. Now everyone's got to be worried. Everyone's a public figure. To keep my data private, when I go online, I turn to ExpressVPN. There are hundreds of data brokers out there whose only business is to buy and sell your data. The worst part is they don't even have to tell you who they're selling it to or get your consent to do it. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. This is all over the news, folks. This is not some like hyperbolic ad. This is happening. But with ExpressVPN, my connection and your connection, if you get it, will get rerouted to an encrypted server. So your IP address is masked. That's important. Every time I turn ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared with other ExpressVPN customers. It makes it extremely difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. And the best part is how easy is ExpressVPN is uh, to use. No matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, or smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. So if, like me, you believe your data is your business, secure it today with the number one VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino 
and get three extra months for free. Don't wait. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe. Let's go. Here we go. All right. Let's do it. So here's the three things we have to have answered first, and we'll get through three questions that must be answered by the Biden administration. Media people, if you're listening, you know we don't like each other. I don't like you. You don't like me. I'm asking you to put that aside for a moment. To please do your job here. Literally, American lives depend on it right now. Three questions. Why did we leave Bagram? No one has given a satisfactory answer yet. Bagram Air Base was a secure military air base about an hour and a half drive, about a 20-minute helo flight outside of Kabul. It was secure. We owned it. We had the assets. We had the weapons. We had the experience to secure it. It has two uh, runways, two. Karzai Airport in Bagram, in a city we can't defend, obviously anymore, has won. Why did we abandon Bagram? The administration's answers are all over the map. The real answer? Because they're idiots, and the Biden administration didn't care. The answer they're giving, the answer they're giving now is, well, we felt if we evacuated our personnel out of Kabul, out of the embassy, brought them to Bagram, secured Bagram and got our people out, that people would start to panic as we left. Um, have you seen what's going on on the ground now? So you... So rather than doing the tactically, strategically efficient and sound thing, taking our people out of an unsecure embassy and an unsecure downtown Kabul because of the terrain features, buildings, a large population, and taking them to a very low population, not surrounded by buildings, advantageous terrain features, Bagram Air Base, because you didn't want people to think you were leaving. You just left Bagram and left the people in Kabul on their own. I'm just checking. That's that's the... That's the bet. You thought that through. That's the best answer you've got. Question number two. Why was the uh, crisis and contingency response bureau dismantled? Not funded. I don't care what euphemisms you use. Trump had the Trump administration put together this CCR, this crisis response bureau, whose purpose in the State Department was to assist in the evacuation and NEOs, non-combatant evacuation operations. It was alleged by a caller to my radio show on Tuesday that that unit was dismantled months ago because the State Department knew they were going to hastily withdraw from Afghanistan, knew there would be a crisis, and didn't want to have a unit on standby to stop the crisis they caused because then they'd get nailed for not having them deploy, so they disbanded the unit. I want to know. I want answers. I want, ev- I want an investigation. I want emails, communications, everything. Third question. Why are we not the most important? Why are we not going into Kabul and getting our people? There is no excuse. I'll get to that more in a minute. There's no excuse. The French are doing it. The UK is doing it. There is no reason to leave our people stranded behind enemy lines. And please stop with the nonsense that the Taliban's cooperating. They are beating the hell out of people at checkpoints and stealing their passports. Please stop lying. Please. I'm begging you to stop lying. We can, you can resume lying after we get our people out, and you will. I get that. And the media will cover for you. Now, media, please do your job. And to the Biden administration, please stop lying. Even Peggy Noonan, who's turned into the most anti-Trump, I mean, like, can't stand him, almost at the point where she's, like, fully aligned with the, the mainstream Democrats now. 
Peggy Noonan at the Wall Street Journal, of all people, has admitted the Biden administration has totally collapsed and it's time for them to come out and say, we screwed up and let's fix this. She brings up an excellent example of Dunkirk. How Dunkirk, the evacuation at Dunkirk was a total strategic loss for the UK, for the British. Total loss. Yet Churchill and them turned it into a victory for them, at least a messaging victory, by successfully evacuating their people with an armada of ships that came over. Personal, public, government. Peggy Noonan makes the point, Joe, you screwed up. Say you screwed up. Get our people out. And in the end, people won't care about what the narrative is. They'll remember us getting our people out. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? I don't care about the messaging victory for anyone. I care about our people. And I know you do too. Do the right thing. This administration, I know you're hard, it's hard for you to do that. Almost incapable. Do the right thing. So the Biden narrative now is exploding too. The narrative they've had for the entire time because they cannot admit their mistakes is, hey, we didn't know any of this was going to happen. Their narrative is, we did it. We weren't sure. We weren't warned. We thought we'd get out of there. The Taliban would let us go. The army would hold, the Afghan army, that is, the um, Afghan national military, to be precise. Now we know yesterday, explosive new release by Vivian Salam at the Wall Street Journal. We know all of that now is totally untrue. This has been verified by multiple media outlets there is a State Department cable that's emerged that was war- they were warned of the collapse of Kabul. You understand? It was a memo on July 13th. Here's the story came out last night, went viral instantly. The administration were cautioned about the Taliban's quick advance, and they didn't care. They didn't do anything. I will be discussing this on my Fox show this weekend in the most brutal way possible, by the way. They knew. I told you, there's only two ways, right? They either knew and were warned that what was going to happen happen, the collapse of Afghanistan would happen, and they left our people behind anyway, or they weren't warned. We can now eliminate two. We now know it's number one. Here, from the Wall Street Journal, this viral report. The cable sent by the State Department's confidential dissent channel warned of rapid territorial gains by the Taliban and the subsequent collapse of Afghan security forces. They offered recommendations on ways to mitigate the crisis and speed up an evacuation, two people said. That has now been confirmed. Instead, Joe Biden ignored the warnings that Afghanistan would fall, the military wouldn't hold, and he did it anyway because that's what Joe Biden does. The wrong thing every single time. Bob Gates, who I'm no fan of, Bob Gates has said repeatedly, an Obama-era and Republican-era defense official at the highest levels, that Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of every foreign policy issue of our time, and he managed to do it again, you would think, by chance, this guy would get something right. He's incapable of getting anything right. And now with stagflation imploding, this guy is becoming the new Jimmy Carter. Even worse. He's about to leave our people behind, folks. We'll do some Ask Dan at the end, and that's one of the, that's the only reason I'm doing it this week. We skipped it last week in the radio show because of the gravity of the situation. But there are questions about that. What can we do? We'll get to that in a, in a, in a little bit, too. It's important. All right, let's start getting to some of the audio video here. John Kirby is just, uh, I, I don't know what to say about this guy. This guy had a relatively distinguished career in the military and has just sacrificed all his credibility to tow the company line. 
It's time for people to start doing the right thing and not the easy thing, and they just seem incapable of it. Here's John Kirby. He can't even answer a question. Brett Baer did a pretty hard-hitting interview yesterday on Fox. This is just hard to believe that we have an administration spokesman who can't even admit the Taliban is the enemy. This is, this is incredible. Check this out. Does the U.S. military con- consider the Taliban an enemy? Uh, we're our focus right now. Uh, the, the the thing we're 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 working against right now is is time and space, and we want to get as many people out of Kabul as we can uh, in as little amount of time as we can. There are no hostile interactions right now between American forces and the Taliban, and we want to keep it that way. Folks, there are hostile interactions between the Taliban and American citizens who can't get out of Kabul. What is he talking about? How many lies are you going to tell? You understand this is recorded for posterity's sake and history is going to look back on this press and be like, is this guy the new Baghdad Bob? John, Admiral, please stop the nonsense. Either resign or tell the truth, but gosh, maintain some semblance of credibility. Here, it's even worse. Here's Kirby again, lying about the evacuations from Kabul, seeming to indicate that this is impossible. We can do that. We can't handle these evacuations from Kabul. I already told you, I will proudly offer my services. And I'm sure any of my secret. uh, Oh, gosh, this guy's going to be. This is interesting. We got a guy on. He's going to be on uh, my show on. You're not going to want to miss this. He's going to be on. uh, my show on Saturday Night on Fox. And now this guy, this brigadier general, please don't miss it. The stuff he has to share is so deeply disturbing. You're not going to want to miss it. I don't mean to sound distracted, but uh, he's on now. I, it's, the information is just stunning, folks, I assure you. Kirby is lying, okay? We can evacuate our people from Kabul. I told you. I know how to organize motorcades. The DSS does, the Secret Service does. These Army Protection Units know exactly how to do it. Are you telling me we can't organize secure arteries out of Kabul to get our people out when the UK and the French are doing it? Listen to Admiral Kirby here. Again, just lying. He's just not telling the truth. Check this out. If the British can take their paratroopers and they can get in vehicles and go get their people and get them to the airport, why can't the U.S. do that? If there is a deal with the Taliban to provide safe passage, why is it left to the Americans outside of that ring to get there on their own? Why can't we send vehicles to go get them? We 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 have not seen uh, any great impediments uh, to the safe passage that the Taliban have agreed to facilitate. Americans are getting through those checkpoints and they are getting onto the base on the airfield and they are being flown out of, of Kabul. Uh, I won't speak to potential uh, future operations that, that may or may not be conducted. What I can tell you is the operation we're conducting now, and that is to keep that airfield open and running. And Americans are getting through the lines. They are getting onto planes. They're not getting through the lines. They're not getting on the planes. They're not. The majority of people we're taking out of there are not even American citizens. He's just lying, folks. The data and the facts do not back up what this man is saying. He is just lying. I mean, question three we started the show with. Why are we not going into Kabul? There are troops, soldiers, Marines 
airmen, military personnel on the ground right now wearing our flag on their shoulder that are chomping at the bit to get out of the airport and go get our people. And we're not doing it. The reports are credible. Are people having their passports stolen? They're being beaten at checkpoints. They are going to die because you let them. Stop telling me we can't do it. Call the Taliban what they are. Acknowledge we are in a brewing hot crisis right now. Very, we're in a hot crisis, a brewing red hot crisis right now. Acknowledge it and fix it. Stop telling the American people that the pig has lipstick on it. You expect to solve a problem you won't even acknowledge? I've never seen such abdication of leadership in my entire life. Well, I take that back. The ultimate humiliation is coming up next. Story gets worse. Some of this stuff is so hard to believe that it's happening. You're really going to scratch your head in disbelief that I'm reading you the headlines I'm reading you. Let me get to my um, second sponsor here. Take a quick break. It's important. Again, my sponsors want to talk to you. I appreciate them keeping the show free for you. Um, so thank you for your patience for this important. I target. We always get a ton of great feedback about this. Listen, you, you got to practice with your firearm. It's as simple as that. You got to practice your grip, sight alignment, your sight picture. All of that stuff matters. Well, it's hard to practice sometimes. It's hard to get to the range. Ammo's getting expensive. So I found a cost-effective, safe, and simple way to practice. I target. iTarget was invented to give law-abiding gun owners a better way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. You don't have to make it to the range. You don't have to buy any ammo. Here's how it works iTarget, they'll send you a laser round, which you drop into your safely unloaded firearm. It obviously emits a laser when you depress the trigger on your firearm. No manipulations necessary. You have to buy a different barrel or anything like that. Also, what you do is you download iTarget's proprietary app. You load the laser round on the firearm, and you just start training. You can see where the rounds would have landed on the target. Dry fire training with uh, the laser round will help you develop muscle memory, your target reaction speed, your sight alignment, trigger function where to put the, the trigger on the finger pad, and more. These are all important, critical tools. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including two, two, three for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com and save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code DAN, D-A-N, my first name. Folks, it's the smartest way for you to practice and stay sharp. It pays for itself in one day. The feedback we get on this product, I've said forever, is uh, incredible. People can't put it down. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code Dan. Excellent product. Highly, highly, highly recommended. As if what I just told you last about the persistent nonstop lying from John Kirby, Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley, Biden, the State Department, Ned Price, and others, and the coterie of just misinformation specialists, these, stories, these are not, sadly, headlines from the Babylon Bee. I wish they were. Daily Caller, again, be in the show notes today, like the Wall Street Journal article I put in the beginning. I encourage you to read them all. The newsletter. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please check them out. I believe this headline is just stunning. Biden administration continues to tell fleeing Americans to pay their way out of Afghanistan hours after telling the press otherwise. Andrew Kerr, the Daily Caller. Now, of course, because we do actual news here, unlike journalists, the story is accurate. 
people, American citizens leaving Afghanistan were told they were going to be, uh, there was a promissory note of $2,000 for the flight. They were going to charge them for the flight out of the war zone the Biden administration caused. And if they didn't pay it, passport renewal and other things could be held up. Now, the Biden administration, the State Department is saying, no, we're going to waive that fee. Daily Caller seems to have information otherwise. I just want to know whose idea was this? Who sat in a room and made the decision to notify Americans getting aboard flights to save their lives out of a war zone? Joe Biden unquestionably caused, unquestionably caused. Whose idea was it to tell them, by the way, this is going to cost you two G's? Who thought of that? Because whoever thought of that, uh, to, to the supervisor of that person, fire that person immediately. And then the supervisor, you should resign too. Take some responsibility, lead from the front. You want to talk about the ultimate humiliation? Here's another one, even beyond humiliation. This is just strategically and tactically deadly. Epic Times. U.S. Blackhawk helicopters captured by the Taliban. We told you. Did I not tell you? I told you on the Monday show, right? My source, who, was, who had people on the ground early, told you that this was the big problem. These Blackhawk helicopters we left behind. Senators are horrified and they're demanding an audit of the DOD. My sources don't let you down. Here's another part. It's not just the Blackhawks. Folks, we left behind 600,000 weapons, too. Weapons. M4s, weapons platforms, mortars. <clears throat> one of my sources are telling me one of the biggest problems that we left behind, in addition to the weapons and the Blackhawk helicopters and the thousands of Humvees. Got a guy on about that on my Fox show, too, this weekend which should be fascinating. One of the other problems is we left behind tons of night vision. Folks, I said to you a long time ago, one of the greatest strategic advantages of our tactical law enforcement and military teams out there is we absolutely own the night. It's very hard to fight at night. Very hard to fight at night. Why? Sorry to be so obvious, but there are liberals listening. Because you can't see at night. We are not nocturnal beings. We use vision, not radar. We don't echolocate like bats. We use vision. Our vision requires color discrimination and light. Rhodopsin and all these eye pigments. That's what we do. We process light. When there is no light, there's nothing to process. So night vision which works. And when you get used to it, it took me a long time in the secret service to get used to looking through night vision goggles. It's not easy, but when you get used to it, it's like fighting in the day. Just everything is green. People's eyeballs light up. You can see people pretty quick. It takes a little bit of time to get used to it. But as an old uh, Marine pilot of a helicopter, who was a um, guy I used to work with my prior line of work told me, once you get used to it, it's almost hard to fight in the day anymore. You get so used to night vision. When you own the night, it is such an incredible tactical advantage that it's hard for an enemy to overcome, even if they have incredible numbers. Nighttime induces panic. You see that if you something happens at night and stuff gets hot. Nighttime and the lack of the ability to see induces panic. Always reminds me of that scene in Silence of the Lambs, Clarice at the end, when uh, the killer turns the lights out in the basement. You hear the breathing pick up. You panic. You can't see. It's obvious. We can see. We own the night. We always have. Now we left behind thousands of night vision goggles so that they can fight at night too. Like I said, it's the ultimate humiliation. This guy in the White House is just 
just a disaster. Just a disaster of apocalyptic proportions. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, he's a coward. He's a coward. He's trying now to distract you. I told you in the beginning of the show, Reuters and other outlets are picking up on the story that the Biden administration astonishingly thinks you're stupid and thinks you're going to start to ignore and the media will play along. You will start to ignore the ongoing human tragedy in Kabul because Biden couldn't evacuate in the proper, strategically appropriate way, saving American lives. He thinks not only will you forget about it, but this uptick in violence, even if we have to leave our people behind, that's why they won't guarantee we won't. That the violence will harden you to it. You'll be like, I've seen enough of this. I'm done. I'm ready to move on. And he thinks in the end, this will actually benefit him. And that people say, see, that place is ungovernable. We lost all of our people. It's it's, uh, we're glad we pulled out and we did. I'm not kidding. This is getting this, this is getting mainstream coverage. I'm not making this up. So he's hoping to ride the media cycle out till the narrative changes and he's doing his best to change it himself. Here, Wall Street Journal piece, Biden's masked COVID fight. The president picks a needless fight over state anti-mask mandate. So just to be clear, we have an ongoing humanitarian disaster in Kabul and our people left behind. And Joe Biden gives a speech earlier in the week about mask mandates. Mask mandates. He says in there, this is remarkable. So the civil rights of our American citizens who worked for our government in Afghanistan don't matter as you leave them behind. Forget their civil rights and civil liberties. Screw them. Leave them behind enemy lines. We're not going to do anything to go get them. And eventually we're just going to leave them there. They're preparing to do this. I'm sure of it. But it's a mandatory masking of students is a civil right. No civil rights for our citizens in Afghanistan who we're leaving behind mandatory masking is a civil right. This is it. And you continue to vote Democrat while we laugh at you for being so dumb to be fooled by these idiots. From the Wall Street Journal piece, the department has the authority to investigate any state educational agency whose policies or actions may infringe on the rights of every student to access public education equally. Our education secretary, Cardona, warned in a blog post. The journal says, try to wrap your head around that one. Compulsory mask wearing is now a civil right, but access to in-person classroom instruction isn't. Ladies and gentlemen, again, 2022 cannot come fast enough. I am not telling you that Republicans are the answers to your problems. I am not. Are we clear? Why are you telling us to vote, Dan? Because I'm telling you the cause of all your problems are clearly the Democrats. And if I'll take death by chainsaw or death by gunshot, I'll take death by gunshot. Chainsaw sounds really bad. Voting for Democrats sounds really crappy right now. If the best we've got are some of these loser swampy Republicans, listen, I'm really sorry. I'll save some lives now. We'll have to clean up the mess later. I wish I could tell you Republicans were the answer to your problems. They are not. However, the cause of your problems right now are unquestionably these Democrats. I'll show you more on that in uh, something I've got coming up on the, uh, on the election 2020. Our report out by the Washington Examiner, where finally people are starting to call attention to the 2020 debacle, who have platforms. We think we have to start doing more. We've been talking about this forever. It's embarrassing of some of these other outlets just avoid the topic. All right, um, let me get to my third sponsor, and I want to get to a video first. It is a hat tip, Adam Carolla and the Adam Carolla podcast. It's from 2013, but it's relevant right now because it's the hapless governor of California. 
He was the lieutenant governor at the time. It's two minutes, so it's long. But it's Gavin Newsom getting annihilated by Adam Carolla in such glorious fashion. You may never forget. We're going to play the whole thing, so don't go anywhere. Hey, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Helix Sleep. They have a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. We love Helix. Why? Because, uh, you know, I have a tough time sleeping sometimes. I'm whining about it all the time. Helix has made it easier. I've had to make a lot of manipulations in my life. Sheets, glasses, mattresses, seriously. And one of the best things to do is not to buy a mattress made for someone else. With Helix, get a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Well, how do they do it? Well, they have a two-minute sleep quiz. And you can pick from several mattresses. They have soft, medium, and firm. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz. I was matched with the Midnight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt firm since I sleep on my side. I like a little more support for my shoulder. I don't like sinking in. Some do. That's what's great about Helix. Your call. It's been awesome getting the videos from some of you who received your Helix mattress and love it. We appreciate it. With Helix, the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. They have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights, sleep trial, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You will. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helix.com slash Dan today. That's H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash Dan. Helix sleep.com slash Dan. Go today. Get the two free pillows. Right, by the way, speaking of teachers, just a side note, I don't have it in the show today, but did you see that video of that teacher? Was it out in Utah? Oh. Just losing her mind. Your oh, parents yeah. are idiots. What? You saw that, Joe? You're such losers. You watch Fox News. Trump is a moron, a literal moron. Well, obviously not a bigger moron than you. Uh, so that lady's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. And to the students out there, if this happens in your classroom, I highly recommend uh, that you do that, that you record them. Show it to your parents and show what's happening in the schools. By the way, the class the teacher was teaching was a chemistry class. What Donald Trump has to do with a chemistry class and Fox News is beyond me. But these people can't control themselves. They just can't. Talk about TDS. But getting back on topic. Here it is. This is a, uh, this is two, it's a, two minutes. It's a long clip, granted, even for a podcast. This is the Adam Carolla podcast. Big hat tip to them. This is from 2013. It's relevant now because the governor of California is a liberal lunatic. He is undergoing a recall. The election happens in uh, September, in mid-September. Ballots are going out uh, now. And I want you to be crystal clear in California. If you can get this guy out of office, and whoever you vote for on the Republican side, Kevin, Larry, I don't care. That's your business. Whoever you vote for, but just do not vote for it. It goes back to my point. Gavin, New the Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, but Gavin Newsom is most certainly the cause of all your problems. Not only that, he's, a, he's another coward. He refuses to debate because Gavin Newsom, for all his, you know, his quaffed hair and nice suits and whatever, is really just like every other liberal and is a liar and a fraud. He just makes stuff up as he goes along and he knows what he's saying is stupid. And when he's challenged by someone with a superior intellect like Adam Carolla, he folds like a cheap suit. This is a, the two of the most glorious minutes you'll see in your life. I don't know how I hadn't seen this before, but you're going to see it now. Check this out. 
half of African Americans in the state of California, roughly half of Latino families, have no access to a checking account or an ATM. Things we take for granted. They don't have a check. What's cash. wrong with them? And what, but what, well, because they don't they don't have the resources to sock those things away. Well, why do we have them? Uh, a lot of different reasons, but but roughly half those families don't. And where do they why end do up, Armenians have them? But where they end up is why, in check cashing places. But I want to know why those groups, why advantage. those two groups don't have access. Well, a lot of. Uh, just happens to be that we can so talk they're about flawed? This. No, they're hardly flawed, but they're struggling. Genetics are making flawed. their work hardly, not ab absolutely. But okay, not. so but absolutely do Asians not. have this problem? I mean, a lot of communities have. A lot of whites have these problems. Oh, but so I just, that's not just black and Hispanic. No, but it. But, but why bring you, up black and Hispanic? Because the magnitude is ominous. But why so many of them? It just happens to be the just magnitude. That's the way God planned it. Not at all. Well, it what just, happened to them? There are a lot of issues, and with, that the communities are struggling. A lot why of new are they immigrants. A lot of different reasons. Lack Hispanics of opportunity. Have Blacks have been here longer than we've been here. Well, we we can we can surmise. Well, what all about that, Asians? All they were put in internment camps. Yeah, we in fact it all initiated at San Francisco. And right. The Chinese Exclusion Act came so out. So they are they the check cash? Are they the check A lot of lot of Asians certainly do. Oh, so why don't you why don't you conclude because them? The only reason why is the magnitude. Of there's the so problem, many more. The magnitude and percentage. But there's terms no way to figure out how that happened. Africa. We could talk about it. You know what I'm dealing with? I don't want to have a sociological debate. Sure, why would with you? Have, no. no, here's why. Why would you want to do that? Because the person from the Times wouldn't write good things about oh, you if God. you did that. No, no, that's not the case because I want to deal want with to reality. That. No, no, uh, no. You want to deal with reality. I want to I deal with the reality, reality of people is. that are struggling, people are suffering. I want to deal with the problems in why a pragmatic Why are they way. struggling I don't and want suffering? An idea. We can hold hands and surmise about all these underlying why are they, reasons. I don't want to do that. I want to know why they're struggling. Why are they struggling? A lot of folks are struggling because they can't find jobs. Because they're working. Why blacks and Hispanics? Across the board. Why? Okay, so everybody, everybody struggles. So Asians are suffering uh, just as much as blacks. Um, the, the, the face of welfare is not an African American family. Oh, so, so, so it's, it's Asian, a, Jewish, it's all of them. Uh, Caucasian, it's okay, a lot of so folks we're all in society. Struggling. A lot of folks are struggling. Okay. Gabe, is that worth it? Joe, is that worth every two? Uh, two minutes is long. That two minutes long, for yeah. that's a big cut. That was good. Two though. minutes and two. It's actually two minutes and twelve seconds. I think that is. Um, that may be one of the longest cuts we've ever played. That may it, be up there is. with the UFO cut. It, it is, is, right? It's I think the so. The longest one, yeah. But I, I tried to think of a point during that where I could cut it to make it shorter. And I'm like, then did we cut it like to a minute and a minute and get, no. No, I'm like, the audience deserves to see every single glorious second of that. Because it sums up liberals in what, one, hat tip Adam Carolla again for not letting this goofball off the hook. That was in 2013, just to be clear. But it doesn't matter. Gavin Newsom hasn't changed, you know, in the nearly uh, 10 years that are about to pass. He hasn't changed at all. He's still the same. He's still a liberal who talks in emotion-based talking points, identity politics talking points to divide America. Yet when he's called out, well, why is that? Why is it that black Americans can't get a checking account? Why is that? He doesn't want to answer the questions because the, well, well let me ask you in the listing audience. Why does Gavin Newsom not want to answer that question? Because Gavin Newsom isn't dumb. He's not. He's a manipulator and a liar. And Gavin Newsom knows full well the reasons we see disparities amongst blacks as Adam Carolla pins him in the corner amongst black voters and Hispanic voters. Has nothing to do with genetics. Has nothing to do with any kind of inferiority or anything like that. These are human beings just like us. We share the same genes the same general gene template. There's nothing different about black or Hispanic Americans. Nothing. 
But melanin content to your skin has nothing to do with anything. What Gavin Newsom doesn't want to admit is the reason for the disparity he's citing, checking accounts, whatever, educational attainment, is precisely because of Democrats. Don't you find it odd? Everywhere Democrats are in charge, black and Hispanic voters are in wild, wildly disparate situations, inferior housing, inferior education, inferior health care, inferior access to the financial system. Don't you find that odd that the correlation is nearly 100%? When you look at pockets of black voters and pockets of Democrat monopolies on politics and power, the correlation is 100% between minority disparities and Democrat leadership. Corolla doesn't let him off the hook, and he refuses to admit it. Why? Why not Asians? Why not? Why not? I don't get it. Why just black voters? Because they live in areas controlled by Democrats. That's why the breaking up of the black family through excessive liberal government social intervention into the family, telling black families they can rely on government and it's better, it's a better path than entrepreneurship and freedom. That's why there's nothing different about black families and Hispanic families. And that's what Carol is trying to hammer them on. What are you saying? So black people can't get access to checking. Why? Why? Please explain that. I've asked that. I, I got into a f- true story when I was hosting on WMAL. Now, ironically, we're on MAL every day. is one of our radio stations. But when I used to host a weekend show on WMAL, I had a caller call in. A radical, angry, disgusting liberal called in to debate me on school choice. And claimed, I I constantly tried to pin this caller down. Why is it that black parents shouldn't be able to choose where their kids go to school? And why they, they, on average, they do worse in minority communities and schools than largely white middle-class neighborhoods. What is it? Explain. And she finally, at the end, it was she or he, I don't remember. But at the end, gave the these people line. You know the these people line? Talking about blacks? These people don't know any better. I go, oh, 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 there we go. There we go, the these people line. The these people line. Who are these people? Hung up the phone after that instantly. Liberals are racist. They're racist. They're total racist. They just are these people. They don't know better. We need the government to teach them how to be prosperous. You do? Why does anyone else need that? Right, defund the police. Good point. Who does defund the police? Of course, it hurts the black and Hispanic community where Democrats have ruined neighborhoods and crime runs rampant. That's why. Right, right. The vaccine pass, another one. Bill de Blasio, vaccine pass. Large numbers of black Americans have chosen through their own free will not to get the vaccine. So now they're not allowed to eat in restaurants? Uh, The new Jim Crow. It's a new Jim. That's an actual Jim Crow. Show us your papers or you can't come in. These people are incredible. They're such racists. Again, that's 2013. But please, if you wouldn't mind, spread that clip around. Spread it around. Adam Carolla did the nation a service here. Oh, my gosh. This guy's on. I can't stand. What's this guy's name? I'm just sorry. Why the fuck's on in the background? This joker's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they get these liberal guests. They talk themselves in a box. I enjoy watching. All right. I got another video coming up. Uh, uh, coming up. Yeah, let's just do it right now because I want to get to the questions. Hey, uh, our hero of the week, we usually do it at the end of the show, but I want to do this now. This is very inspirational. This goes on for about two minutes, but I had to cut this down a little bit uh, just because I don't like playing really long videos back to back. But I believe the man's name is Derek Wilburn. I've been doing some homework. I may be wrong. Colorado Springs parent 
He gets up in front of the school board. Folks, we are winning. We are causing real, real damage to these race hustlers like Gavin Newsom and others trying to teach our kids critical racism theory, trying to teach our kids to be racist, judge people by the color of their skin, which is the definition of racism. That's what critical racism theory is. It is racist. If you support it, you're a racist. You're not a soft racist. You're a hard racist. That's not open for debate. Take your crap somewhere else and whine somewhere else. If you support CRT, you're a racist. I'm not going to listen to your show. You call me right. Please don't listen. You're a loser. Get off my show. If you support CRT, you are a racist. I don't want you here. I don't care. Beat it. Get lost. I read your emails. Well, critical. We should entertain it at least. I'm offended. It's way. I don't care. Go find a different show where idiots congregate, not here. You are a racist if you support CRT. End of story. I'm not kidding. I get these emails. Here's our hero of the week. Again, I'm not sure. I think his name is Derek Wilburn. I was trying to do some research on it, but we were kind of crunched for time this morning. And uh, after about a half an hour, I got kind of semi-confirmation. But this is just spectacular. For those of you listening on audio, again, this isn't relevant to conservatives, but being that liberals only categorize the world by race because they are racist, the man happens to be black. Which, again, doesn't matter to us because a lot of people in the audience are white. and You hear a lot of clapping at the end. They're clapping for him. And nobody cares that he's black but liberals. Listen to this. This is awesome. I am the direct descendant of the North American slave trade. Both my parents are black. All four of my grandparents are black. All eight of my great-great-grandparents, all 16 of my great-greats. On my mother's side, my ancestors were enslaved in Alabama. On my father's side, we were enslaved in Texas. I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed, and I'm not a victim. I'm neither oppressed nor a victim. I travel all across this country of ours, and I check into hotels, and I fly commercially, and I walk into retail establishments, and I order food in restaurants. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I am treated with kindness, dignity, and respect, literally from coast to coast. I have three children. They are not oppressed either, although they are victims. I've taught my children they are victims of three things, their own ignorance, their own laziness, and their own poor decision-making. That is all. My children, we are not victims of America. We are not victims of some unseen 190-year-old force that kind of floats around in the ether. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is taking our nation in the wrong direction. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. And sadly. Take a bow, sir. You deserve it. Thank you for the service. You and the many other thousands of parents around the nation who've decided to do and not talk and showed up at these school board meetings just like this fine gentleman did. Take a bow. Thank you for your service to this country. You are doing this country a great service, whether you know it or not. This is why, despite all the bad news going on right now, folks, I'm not just telling you this because it's Friday and a weekend's coming up and I want to leave you in a bad mood. I'm telling you we are soon to hit the bottom and the upside, the upside to fixing this, reforming our public education system, getting rid of the far-left Democrats for decades and generations like we did during the Reagan era, rendering them almost moot in the public conversation. It's around the corner. I'm telling you, it's around the corner. I'm not being an uh, unrealistic optimist. I'm sure of it. 
I am sure of it. History always, always comes in cycles. These natural vicissitudes, the ups, the downs, the troughs, the high points. Where the bottom is near, I promise you. <laughs> you know, it's always darkest before dark, whatever. Okay, whatever romantic poetry or song lyrics make you motivate you. To, I'm telling you, we're about to hit the bottom. There are people around the country, like this gentleman and others, who are like, man, we've just had enough. We've had enough. It was a magic speed. I encourage you to watch the whole thing. It goes on longer. Um, but again, and, uh, I, just, I only get about an hour with you every day. I do want to get to the questions. Uh, just quick on this Washington Examiner story. This will be in my newsletter. Exclusive by the Washington Examiner, the great Paul Bedard. They have a report out now which confirms all of the 2020 election abuses. Even the RNC, which is never rarely our friend, but deploys a year-round now election integrity unit. Here's some of the things in this report, a lot of which we knew about, but it's important because it pumps it into a media cycle where people want to ignore the 2020 election. We're not going to do that here. It says, it points out that here are the highlights. The Democrats leveraged the pandemic as an excuse to water down election integrity safeguards with last minute changes. We know that. How do we change it? We go back to the election integrity measures before. We have to. Let's not let this go away. Let's not be distracted. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. Second, a lot of these changes were enacted by courts that disregarded laws by Democratic governors and who abused their emergency powers as well, and by officials such as secretaries of state who ignored state laws duly passed by the legislatures. Sue, 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 and Republican states change it back. Process is the punishment. Drag them into court, get it changed back, and get not only get it changed back to pre-pandemic rules, but make it harder to cheat in elections and easy to vote. Third, a lot of public officials use the pandemic as a pretense to expand mail voting and eliminate Absentee voting safeguards, such as witnesses and ID requirements, mail-in ballots, automatic mail-in ballots, waiving ballot delivery deadlines led to chaos and decreased confidence in our elections. We got to keep this in the media cycle. 2022 is coming up. It's not going to be helpful if it's easy to cheat in 2022. It's just not. We got to fix it. Okay. Um... We got next rock auto. All right, then we'll get to questions. Important stuff today. All right, Rock Auto, Joe's favorite sponsor. Armacost loves Rock Autos, yep. loved them for a long time. Why? Joe's a little bit of a mechanic. Joe's got a lot of skills. Musician, mechanic, got some uh got some uh good parenting skills too, as I can uh attest to today Thank on you. a more important note. You do. You should be very proud. But we'll leave that for for reasons we'll talk about maybe in the future. So uh Chain stores, they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everyone. They're all reliably low. RockAuto.com always, listen, listen, always offers the lowest prices possible. They don't change prices based on what the market will bear. You know, like airlines do, they don't do that. RockAuto.com is for everyone. It doesn't require membership or some fancy account login, nothing. You just go to RockAuto.com. They're a family business, by the way. I've met them. I've spoken to them. Really good people. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to carpet for your car, tail lamps, motor oil, transmission fluid, brake pads, rotors. What do you want? You want it for your classic car? Your daily driver? Doesn't matter. They have it all. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks. Comes right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and super easy to navigate. I do it. 
I'm not the most tech-savvy cat out there. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And they're the same for the pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Just do us one small favor. There's a box on the website. It says, how did you hear about us? Just write my last name in there, Bongino, so they know we sent you. We really appreciate it. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Rockauto.com. Okay, let's get to our... uh, Questions with Dan segment. We do this every Friday. Again, if you would like to submit a question, please go to my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's all free. It's the uh, free speech alternative to YouTube, which has been exploding. Our traffic is through the roof. I am an investor, as you know. And just submit a question under any video. You'll see all our podcast videos there. Just write a question. You can even write, hey, Guy. (laughs) G-U-I. Guy reads all the questions. So here are the ones we get to today. Hey, Dan, this is from Paige Camp. I have a question. I don't know why more people aren't asking it. Why did we leave the weapons behind? Well, we discussed this in the show. We have been talking about it. As you know, you obviously listened to the show. Why aren't others talking about it more? Um, I don't know. I know it's, I've seen it on Fox. I've seen it on Newsmax, on OAN. Um, Seen it covered a little bit on CNN too, but this is a huge story. 600,000 weapons, thousands of Humvees, Blackhawks, drones, night vision, tack vests. Yeah, this is a real problem. Why did it happen? Well, from what I'm hearing from sources, there was a last-minute attempt to fortify the Afghan national military against the advice of people in the intel community, many of them who felt that the Afghan national military would collapse when they were challenged. We decided it would be a good idea to ship in a bunch of equipment at the last minute to try to fortify them. Obviously, hey, look, we got all these weapons. You guys can fight back. Well, what happened? We shipped in all this stuff. The Afghan military, many of them promptly deserted. Some of them took the equipment and flew out of the country and left it all behind. That's the reason. That's, it, 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 the answer doesn't, it, it gives me no pleasure to give you that answer, but that is the answer. We should have made a tactical decision, which was a hard one. Guys, until we can be sure that the Afghan military is going to stand up It's silly to send them weapons that they're just going to abandon. And we did it anyway. I'll be talking, by the way, again, on my weekend show on Fox to a a guest you're not going to want to miss who's got some incredible inside info about how everybody knew the Afghan military was going to collapse. Everyone. And they ignored it. You won't be disappointed. I'd put more about it now, but I haven't interviewed him yet. It's Friday. The show doesn't happen till, till, till Saturday. Okay, question number two. <laughs> you miss Justin, don't you? <laughs> we miss intern Justin, man. He's back at school doing the right thing. Yeah. I know. Is he listening to You think he's listening to the show when he's at school? We miss you, buddy. You're welcome back anytime. Hey, Dan. This is from Joseph Skaggs. Would you agree that greed to force personal will on others, unadulterated power and financial greed are the reasons the Democrat Party is systematically deconstructing our American way of life? Oh, it's a good question. Bold. I ask this question because I just can't wrap my head around why they're doing what they're doing. Well, Joseph, a lot of people can't wrap their heads around that. 
How is it that the Democrats would be so eager to destroy our country? Another thing I'll be addressing on the Fox show. If you were trying to destroy America, would you do anything different than the Democrats are doing now? And the answer is absolutely not. Well, the answer to this is actually pretty simple, too. You would think it would be a long, complicated answer, but it's not. The Democrats, not all of them, but large swaths of the Democrat Party, are in fact Marxists. The central tenet operating principle of Marxism is that planners and academic elites and the smart people, if given the opportunity to plan society and not leave it up to the free market where people choose resources, that if you could just plan it out and ration it according to what smart people said and organize society according to their brilliance, that society would be somehow perfectable. Do we understand it's important you understand? I don't want to try to sound... I'm not trying to wax philosophic here. I want you to understand this is the actual motivating principle behind large swaths of the Democrat Party who are Marxists. That the free market <clears throat> is inefficient, that there are better ways to allocate resources, chairs, phones, water, food, farms, whatever it may be, that smart people know how to do that, what uh, Hayek would call the pretense of knowledge when he destroyed the, uh, the, uh, the, the planners. But they believe their knowledge entitles them to govern over you. But think about it. If planners are in charge, then tautologically, people have to be in charge of and have to be subjugated. So is, the, is there motivation to destroy the country? Is it personal? Yes, it's a search for power. They need power over you. And they feel that once they destroy the system we have now, capitalism and everything that protects it, its safeguards, that they will be able to rebuild it stronger with central planners, academics, and elites who know better how to allocate resources. That's just the fact. That's how it is. I wish it weren't so. All right, let's get to question three. Hey, Dan, by Darmany91. What is Biden going to do when the Taliban start beheading those American citizens left behind? Is he going to do nothing and hope the news media can cover him for him? Uh, is he going to reinvade Afghanistan? I don't know what he's planning to do at this point. I'm not kidding. Uh, I, I, I rarely pick questions from the lot that I don't have a good answer to because I feel like I'm wasting your time, but I think that is the right answer. I don't think anybody knows what Biden's going to do right now. He appears so clueless, out of touch, and delusional that, I'm candidly, I don't even think Kamala Harris, who's closest to him, at least on the power structure, has any idea what he's going to do next. I will tell you this, though. The media is not going to be able to cover for Biden much longer. It reminds me of my time in New York City. David Dinkins was a liberal mayor who they loved, the city's first black mayor. They loved him, thought he was the greatest thing ever. David Dinkins was a disaster. And after four years of Dinkins and then the subsequent mayorship by Rudy Giuliani, the New York media, even the liberals, most of them were liberal, couldn't cover for him anymore. They just couldn't. They finally had to admit what a failure he was to save their own credibility, not to save his. And if American citizens, God forbid, these awful things start happening on camera, the American media, they're going to throw Biden under the bus because they're going to have to save their own reputations or what they think their own reputations are. All right, moving on. Next question. How can we stop playing defense, Dan, reacting to events, policies, and how do we start driving the bus by M. M. I. Well, folks, there's a... Very important Saul Alinsky rule here about how to win political fights. Alinsky always said, it's not what you have, but it's what your political opponents think you have. 
In other words, your power isn't dependent on how many numbers. It's dependent on how your political, how many uh, numbers your political opponent thinks you have. That's why when I emphasize things like showing up at school boards, making sure you vote in primaries, school board elections, showing up at town halls, using your social media accounts, the 10, 10, and 10 rule before each election, send 10 emails, call 10 friends, send, make 10 social media posts, protests on the corners, protesting at political events. That's why this matters. It's not how many conservatives we have in a neighborhood. It's how many conservatives liberals think we have. Liberals understand this a long time, understood this a long time ago. Why do you think they show up and protest all the time? It gives the impression that their numbers are larger than they are. That's how we can start driving the bus. Right now, actual activism, protests, rallies, join them, organize them, do them, show up at them. Every weekend if you have to. You look at my pictures on Instagram. I'm at them on Instagram. I'm, I'm at them as often as I can go. You got to do them. Even in my neighborhood right here. Just testified three weeks ago at our little small town hall. They want to raise taxes. You got to show up. We had more people show up to that than they've ever had at a town hall. Oh, well, they raised the taxes anyway. They did. We're going to vote them out next time. Something on that. later. All right, last question. Dan, what's the next step Biden will uh, take to make sure China becomes the next world leader? Folks, here's what has me. <laughs> He's left out the question. Not that I know. It is. Sadly, it is. Um, I'm not sure, but I am sure of this that China has to very seriously be considering right now a full-on invasion of Hong Kong and Taiwan. And if that happens, folks, we could be looking at World War III. Because I don't know how the international community is going to react. Is Biden going to defend Taiwan? Is he not? I mean, you're talking about nuclear-powered nations engaged in full-blown invasions. Will the Russians then invade uh, Ukraine? Former Soviet republics? What happens? Will the UK and the French and the Germans demand someone do something? This is what interna international instability looks like. But I can't tell you what Biden will do, but I can tell you what China's got to be looking at right now. Taiwan and Hong Kong, there's absolutely no doubt. Hopefully it isn't a spark to something far more dangerous. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss my Fox show. Thank you for making it one of the most uh, successful shows on the platform. We really appreciate it. It's called Unfiltered. It's on tomorrow, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. If you can't watch it, set your DVR. You're not going to want to miss it. The monologue is going to be Take No Prisoners. I'm one of our guests, I think he's going to blow your mind. So please check it out. Tomorrow night, 10 o'clock Eastern time. I will see you all next week on Tuesday. I have to do something um, on Monday, so I appreciate your patience with that. So I will see you all on Tuesday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.